0: This is Maybe Tomorrow. I'm Bria. And I'm Caroline. We're two friends having an unfiltered conversation about our own personal journeys with anxiety. And inviting
1: you to help us break down the stigmas by celebrating this very human experience. Our highs, our lows, our quirks, and everything in between. (laughs) Okay. Take three. (laughs) I'm ready for this. Let's do it. It's been a minute, and I feel hi, like hi, I, hi. every time I start this, I have to like do some sort of singing intro, and I kind of hate myself for it.
0: <laughs> I love the singing intro only because I don't have a sing-songy voice. Um, I don't so... either. I
1: just force myself into it.
0: But you have like you have like the personality to do it. Like it just sounds weird if I if I try to do it. Like, um, I'm not a wooer in like workout classes, you know, When like,
1: what about like when you were at like a bar and you saw your best friend, would you be like, woo, like a woo girl or no?
0: No, I'm like, Hey, (laughs) I'm, I'm more like a bitch. Get over here. Okay. (laughs) Where the fuck you been? (laughs) Yeah. I like that. The expletive girl. (laughs) I like it. Yeah.
1: I find I uh, I match people's personalities when it comes to that.
0: Oh, does you that, do. Does You're that like, make
1: me less have less of a personality? No, I definitely do that. Do you ever do that with
0: people <laughs> with like accents? You like mimic <laughs> them, and you like. Why do I start? Why? I've never said. I think that's a keen idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> brilliant. I work brilliant. If. <laughs> like um. Yeah, I I remember working with, like, uh, the last company I was at was, like, um, based in Europe. And so there was a few people that were based in London and British and had, like, a really great accent. And, you know, when you say in the beginning of a call, you're like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And, like, my boss would just have this, like, very soft and, like, soothing, like, yeah, really good, thanks. And I'm, and then I started yeah. saying, yeah, really, really good things. And I'm like, yeah, it's just like little things that I pick up. And then I like start copying them. And I'm like, why well, are we doing that?
1: Also, does anybody copy Americans? No. My guess is no. No, they're just making fun of us then. Did your glow
0: light just go on? No. Oh, the did Adderall just been? kicked in, and you that. it was—it <laughs> was totally the Adderall. That's it like, yeah, Ooh. that's probably. it. I just look more awake now.
1: It looked like it got brighter, but
0: Maybe you totally outed me. me. I did buy a. I did buy a, <laughs> a, a ring light. Oh, did I call it a glow light? I mean,
1: glow. Same day yeah. yeah Well, that's the thing. You get like the glow up from it. I think, that's yeah. part of it.
0: Yeah, I bought it off Amazon because they were having a sale. It had like 12,000 reviews. And I was like, when in Rome, who knows? Maybe one day I'll want to turn this thing on. Maybe when we do like a live recording. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I had like all these hopes and dreams. And it's just basically sitting in the corner (laughs) of our closet. That's like
1: the metaphor for 2020.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I had all these hopes and dreams. And now I'm just sitting in a corner in a fetal position. <laughs> wow. That got really dark there for a minute, but so true. I heard you appreciate dark humor. I 100% do. I, I 100% mean, 100% do. Well,
1: in other news, a lot's happened in the couple uh, last couple weeks, one of which <laughs> we both bought Pelotons. <laughs>
0: We did both buy t- Pelotons, and this was not even planned. People like I sometimes need to read you this just. Text. <laughs> okay, you can read it. You can read it. That's fine. I just, I just don't want this to be immortalized in like written text somewhere. Okay, I won't read the text.
1: Anyway, we just both came came to the conclusion <laughs> <laughs> that we basic bitches just so happened to buy a Peloton. The. Impulse Buy, Same weekend. We caved. Listen, here's my thing. Did you use a firm? Did you of course, it? I use a
0: firm for anything that's like over like three hundred dollars.
1: I should probably use it more. There's Jake. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Jake also. Jake Bria's Chihuahua also uses a firm. Yes, for anything over three hundred dollars.
0: Um, and what are we doing? We're now we're giving a firm just free pub free publicity and peloton and but anyway peloton. i
1: feel like when you look at the numbers it's about it's like about the same as a gym membership or any other membership for a year yeah i don't know yeah like what i what i would pay monthly if i were actually physically able to go into a spin studio mhm Right, you pay like $15 Um, a class for a drop-in. Then I rent the shoes.
0: Yes, I had to buy the shoes. But, you know, it's an investment. Yeah. I I don't have a problem buying it now because it's going to get cold here in Colorado. Nobody's going to be wanting to do anything outside. Yeah. Nobody's already being responsible anyways. So I just figured like it's going to – this is going to be sort of like – The way that i get a workout in and peloton also um announced that new bike so i don't know i think something was like in the air the stars aligned brie and i were both like guess what it was the bike plus that did it yeah it totally was (laughs) when do you get yours
1: I was just thinking about what you said you were like you might as well just get a order track if you're gonna get the old version uh, <laughs> with the
0: nail polish emoji. Okay, all right now okay since I've been outed, I am going to explain this is that if a new version comes out which isn't that much more than the old version, you're gonna get the new version. You're gonna get the new version because if I'm already committed to spending like eight at a minimum of 1800, then I'm gonna spend like the 2200 for the new version. I mean, I don't know. I'm only a millennial, I need instant gratification, and it needs to be like the best thing. I know we love our, we love our brand names. Yes. And I don't know. Apparently I just think my life is so hard that I was like, you know what, Caroline, you just treat yourself. And then I would start getting ads, you know, because I researched for a while and they're like, Mm -hmm. have you tried this Nordic track? And I was like, what the fuck is a Nordic track? No. Like I want a Peloton. (laughs) (laughs) They knew you were looking it up. They knew it. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm.
1: you know, I'm, uh, you asked me when mine's getting delivered in uh, i think the saturday after the election whenever that is i associated it to november 7th or something
0: like that well why was, your was a lot later yeah i bought mine a couple days after you and it still got ske- scheduled for october 23rd like the world could end by then but, oh that's nice you know. uh i
1: don't know maybe there's a bunch of fucking people who bought it all here maybe denver's closer to the distribution or something yeah. I don't know. I wish it was going to come sooner, but it's not. Are you putting it in your basement?
0: Yeah, I think so. It's the only place that it could really fit. Yeah. So. What's been your knows?
1: your workout situation prior to?
0: Lots of running. Lots of hiking. Um, I have not been doing as much yoga, so I realized that when I don't like stretch and if I don't like um, I don't know, like get some movement into like the parts of my body that I don't really move a lot because I sit at a desk all day, I get really stiff. And then I also have such shitty posture that Mm. I like also like my shoulders roll in. And at the end of the day, when I do my one big stretch, my chest pops. What? My entire chest. It like it's like when you're cracking your knuckles. It just like my chest pops and you can hear it. Is it like your sternum bone or
1: something? Yeah,
0: and Josh thinks it's so gross, and it just started (laughs) happening because I'm getting older. And yeah, and this is like, like even just the parts of your body that aren't even attached to joints, pop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are you gonna do? I actually associate yoga. Well, so I was telling you earlier today that. Yesterday, for some reason, I was productive, I was in a good mood, I was positive, I was awake, and I was like, how do I reverse engineer this feeling to figure out what I did to make me feel so great? And I think one of them is... Yeah. Lots of drugs. (laughs) Vodka. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, minus the alcohol, it is it exists, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it was yoga. I hadn't done yoga in so long, and I downloaded the Peloton app. They have some yoga classes that are like 20 or 30 minutes long, which is a lot more accessible for me these days to do like a 30-minute class. I did two classes, and then I happen, I had been getting really shitty sleep for a while, and I had like a really good night's sleep. I think that's what contributed to it.
0: I feel like sleep is just generally really hard for people right now, just yeah. consistently. Consistent good sleep. So we're just like perpetually tired. Yeah. But we're still expected to work like 40 plus hours a week. And we're literally running on fumes right now. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, how have you been feeling? Just like, have you felt like anxious about anything or have you... Has the yoga helped?
1: Yesterday was the first time that I didn't feel like perpetual doom for some reason. Even though the last week has been like pretty doomsday. Uh, Rbg died. Brianna Taylor's murders is- were not acquitted. They're talking about the like a coup during the election i don't know all this shit but again for some reason yesterday was good um but generally i've been my normal shit show (laughs) okay a couple things to to tease out there one is i went to my first therapy session in a long time a week ago two weeks ago when was it when you went to New Mexico
0: I think it was like yeah I think it was like September 17th nice yeah that was it Uh, I also just managed Bria's calendar
1: (laughs) nailed it yeah so um that was good because it well it was an intake session so you probably haven't had one in a while (laughs) I don't know you had your couples therapy so I'm sure Mm -hmm. it was similar just like I'm going to basically give you a mental colonoscopy and ask you every possible question that I can about your life. Uh, In like
0: 60 minutes? (laughs)
1: Yeah. This was 90, and it started at 7 p.m. at night. So by the time I was done, I was just like, uh. Although it's not terrible when somebody else is like asking you all the questions. But well, well, I have my next appointment next week. So we'll see. I think, though... I guess everybody's got what they need you know you have kind of in mind what you need for a therapist like I was talking to someone else about this that they were also looking for somebody who's like in a similar sort of place in their life you know not super old as I said in a previous episode (laughs) I'm just gonna come (laughs) out and say it Uh, but I guess I didn't know exactly what I was looking for in like a personality and she's a psychologist and she, I misspoke in a previous episode. She cannot prescribe medication, which was kind of a bummer, but it's fine. Um, but she was very like clinical, I would say where, I don't know. She's not the kind of person I'm just going to like sit down and like, you know, kind of feel casual chit chat with like you don't really get a ton of response from her but I actually think that's a good thing like I feel like that's kind of what I need because my last therapist I felt like was too kind of casual and I would just come and I'd sit there and she'd be like okay what do you want to talk about and I'm like isn't that your fucking job like I don't know (laughs) how I'm feeling today like (laughs) And then we'd end up going down a stupid path of some random shit that I got freaked out about. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't come with an agenda. So I just need to tell you about this stupid thing that happened today. And we'd like talk about that the entire time. And I'm like, this is fucking pointless. So she's going to have me like come up with goals and work from there. But she did tell me because I told her I was like, I'm just not convinced that based on all of my like ailments and feelings and everything I'm like I've always told other people that I have anxiety like I've gone to a primary care doctor for anxiety I've talked to my therapist and said I'm coming here for anxiety nobody has really like done a good enough analysis to tell me that minus those stupid quizzes so she was like I do think that there's like it's worth looking into whether anxiety is like the main factor at play here, or if it's the result of something else. So TB. I bet
0: that, I bet that felt so validating though, that like somebody who is experienced, like, you know, that's, they went to school for it. This is their profession was able to like, listen and hear your own hesitations and just like, say that it's totally valid to still be like a little skeptical
1: yeah and I've never had anybody actually want to spend the time to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me so it's nice (laughs) to know that somebody's going to be like more open and trying to like actually help me navigate that versus just being like okay what are you coming in for today oh you're feeling anxious like you have worrying thoughts let's like work on that versus mm-hmm. like okay let's actually try to get to the root of what's happening here and then obviously those are other tactics that you can take
0: mhm do you feel like do you feel like when you go into the next session like that's what you're going to dive into like is your goal like in two or three sessions to have like a good idea of like another perspective or is it like diving into I just feel like one session is so hard right to get that type of context for somebody Yeah. and so I'm curious like I'm curious like how curious she was around like what your previous doctor said.
1: Ah yeah yeah she asked about that to some degree and specifically asked like sort of who diagnosed me and then um, she said that she wants to dig into more in our next session like what has and hasn't worked for me and Like, mm-hmm. in previous therapy sessions. So yeah. I think that'll be helpful because they're both, like, my previous therapist and this one both specialized in cognitive behavior therapy. Um, and I kind of assumed that because I plateaued with my last therapist that I didn't necessarily want to pursue that, like, type again. But I don't know if that was necessarily, necessarily the reason. So, mm-hmm yeah we'll see i'm excited and to to your point it's too early so mm-hmm. who knows i could be like mm, no this isn't gonna work and have to like start over but it feels like we're on the up
0: yeah i just just like goes to show that this is not just sort of like a one phone call one session thing and you go get and get some type of like answer oh yeah no it's, I think a lot. Everybody wants like, to like go to a doctor and get
1: like a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted yeah. that after my first conversation with her to be like, oh, yeah, you for Same. sure have blah, blah, blah. Like you're seeking the validation.
0: Yeah. And you don't want to put in more work because you're like, I. it took me forever to get to the point to call somebody. Then it took me forever in the research stage. And now you have to tell me I still have to wait. Because like once you sort of like manifest like the idea that I want to figure out what's wrong. Yeah. Then that's all you're going for. And you just are just like seeking answers at that point. And you're just like over, it's almost like we have a tendency to oversimplify the process of like getting diagnosed because you can get misdiagnosed by professionals who are, you know, they're and it's not that they're also well-educated and experienced but like we're dealing with like complex human beings here so yeah how are you supposed to even know and also like you're going off of something that has that i found totally mind-boggling is that these are people who are also going off of your account of your life and yeah. like your experiences and like obviously they are trained to also look at certain um signals, like probably how you interact with them, eye contact, you know, like, are you fidgeting, you know, your tone. Um, but that's so that there's just so many layers of complexity that it's just like, I don't know if we'll ever get, and I don't, I don't think we will ever get like the, the act of finding a therapist and getting diagnosed to like a perfect science. It's just not, there's like, It's a field of science there, but it's not, it's still such a human experience, like having to navigate.
1: Well, add on the layer that it's like virtual now too. So, I mean, her whole practice is virtual. So, um, I mean, that's almost comforting. But, I mean, shit. Like, how do you actually fully get somebody's like, I don't know picture of how they are if you're just over a computer but Mm -hmm. i don't know it's promising so i'm looking forward to it we'll see how it goes i will report back
0: stay tuned stay tuned this is exciting though i feel like when did we start this podcast like in january february and it was just like this like i think we started it in
1: october and we didn't publish (laughs) until january
0: you know what potato potato it's okay yeah it's
1: hard to start things listen to episode three
0: (laughs) you just pulled that out of your ass I think I did I don't know (laughs) you're like I don't know it's on Spotify go listen to it promote some shit (laughs) whatever (laughs) um actually your point is that like even having been diagnosed with ADHD I'm still learning so much about how that correlates to my own anxiety and uncovering things about my own self. So there is like this also piece of trying to maintain like this like relationship with your therapist and like report back, but then you're also changing, right? And you're finding things out and like, you might not be fully comfortable sharing things with that person yet. Cause you haven't quite sorted out how you feel. And I think when that's happening, it's like a really vulnerable, place to be but all that to say like in my own experience with like just like navigating adhd and then anxiety being like the primary symptom of it um what i'm learning is, is like is this idea of like hyper focus and my tendency to do that and being mm-hmm. able to channel that into something that could be used in a more positive way but like hyper focus is like for me, I almost equate that to like how I can get a bit obsessive about certain ideas or like a, a, maybe a task at work, you know, and to, to almost an unhealthy degree that then you get anxiety about, or you get anxiety because you might not feel, um, smart enough. So there's like a lot of like also personal things that you have to na- then navigate without this per this individual who's here guiding you. So like, you also have to be ready. To also stand on your own two feet and just like with whatever information and like breakthroughs that you have, like they're not going to hold your hand for eight hours a day while you like navigate that. So you also have to be in a place. (laughs) I would, I would 100% pay extra for that.
1: Seriously. Like, Like, bring your
0: therapist to work.
1: I know. I'm lacking confidence in this
0: meeting. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, hold on, hold on. Someone's dialing in.
1: How did you like narrow to, or identify
0: hyper-focus? So like, um, did you
1: always know that was a thing?
0: No. I didn't even know that that was like, I didn't really understand the, the phrase either. Yeah. Well, also remember, like, I always thought, and I think a lot of people do, is that ADHD is um, you can't focus. Like, that is, what I think, the common misconception around it.
1: That's a type but of ADHD. That's no, it's hyper... just like a...
0: It's a mis- its a misconception that you just can't focus. People with yeah. ADD can't focus. Yeah. But it's actually the other way. It's like is—is is you focus on maybe something too much so that everything else you can't focus on. Mm. Um, so it's very interest based, is what I've learned, um, which is so true for me. But in this world of like trying to navigate being a you know a working professional, a friend you know, so many other layers of like my life that require me to be like on, or like um, kind of set aside some things where I do need to focus and be present. It does it does pose its own challenges. And then in your, and then you get wrapped up in your own brain, like, oh my God, am I smart enough? To this? Per- does this person think I'm not, I don't find them interesting because I keep zoning out. Yeah. And then you keep having this other dialogue that's happening. And so it's just really, really fascinating having to navigate something on your own versus, like, having somebody there that's, like, talking to you about, like, this is what's happening to you. Like, this is, like, that perspective isn't going to follow you throughout the week until your next session, right? Right. So, like, how do you recognize that- it in the moment? Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a part of that. It's, like, that's part of, like, this whole journey, right? It's, like, you find the professional, you find your resources <clears throat> that are going to help you, but then now that those resources have given you tools like how are you going to exercise that every day into something that you could hopefully build healthy habits and a routine around so I don't know
1: yeah it's like practicing your new word of the day and using it in sentences like Mm -hmm. can't just get your worksheet and be like oh yeah I did my homework I turned it in I mean this is one of the things that I was like talking about that was a little bit of a I don't know, light bulb because I was like, I f- I realized that I have to-do lists in like six different places. So mm. like I write them down in like a notebook and then I have like reminders on my Google calendar and then I have them in Asana and then I have like reminders in my phone and like, yeah I was like, I don't know what the fuck that points to, but <laughs> like it's almost like a an obsession of like not missing something and mm-hmm. being like I it it like looks like I'm organized to some degree but it's actually the opposite like I've got the same thing in so many different places I can't fucking figure out
0: you don't know which what to use yeah like what's actually yeah. effective and it's kind of like whatever's accessible to you. you're like I'm gonna jot this down right now and I'll deal with it later
1: Yeah. I mean, I do remember I'm like, oh, I wrote that like I have a photographic memory, so I can usually remember if I wrote it down that it was on like the left page of something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of like if I typed it somewhere, who the fuck knows? I wish that Mac would just be like, oh, I can search the entire Internet universe and find what you're looking
0: for. (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you have you ever watched like... CSI and stuff when they have like those like mirror computer screens and like the forensics lab. Oh, yeah. And they're like, they're like swiping with their hand and then they're like grabbing data and like, I don't know, expanding it with their fingers and they're like mapping things. I was like, does that exist? Is that a thing that I can buy? Okay. I learned in a
1: workshop I was in that they actually tested that out. They tried to do that. Like, it's basically the minority report thing yeah right
0: exactly yeah Yeah. it's
1: like fucking tom cruise and they realized after doing like really i mean it was a product workshop so the whole point is like how can you test these things out without ever having to like build something nobody could keep their hands up for long enough their arms got too tired and they actually said when filming the minority report that tom cruise's arms got too tired that's why that uh scene took so long it's fucking Tom Cruise. Really? Yeah. Like, you're like... Yeah, think I mean, about it. it. If you had to, like, be at your computer all day, like, <laughs> I get tired blow-drying my fucking hair. I'm right? like, so how do like,
0: stylists do this? Yeah, that'd be, like, so crazy. Like, you're, like, pulling down data with your hands, and you're like, let me fill out this Salesforce report. And I'm like, <laughs> I got to hold my arm so that I can move this cell. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I mean... I thought you were gonna tell me that it's called an it's called an iPad. <laughs> like I thought that you're just gonna be a smart ass and just tell me that it wasn't that's called an iPad. No,
1: this was like a supposed to be like a projector thing that you like moved all of it around. And then they also found out that like if it was through glasses or something like that, that you would like blind yourself if you moved your eye or like if you tried to turn to the periphery. I, I, don't I know. could have told somebody that, yeah. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Duh! Fucking duh! Idiots! <laughs> That's what I'm saying, people. Just test your shit on us. We will be. Yeah. We will gladly be guinea pigs, whether it's your restaurant concept for quick service. Yep. Your fucking Google glasses. We're
0: here your, for you. Your mirror computers. Yeah. I'm. Right. I mean, I'm down to try it, but actually, you actually bring up or something that I've been wanting to bring up since, like, I don't know, the last few weeks, my new obsession, which is just, like, generally organization. Yeah. You consider yourself an organized person because I always have pegged you as, like, the most organized person. Really?
1: Um, I do consider myself organized in certain contexts. I mean, if you look at my desk right now, it's not, like... It's a little messy, but I try to be pretty organized when it comes to work stuff.
0: I feel like you have, like, a structure that you follow, and then, I don't know, just, like, little glimpses, like your guys' house. Yeah. Just always seems, like, organized, so I have always had this thought that I was like, oh, she's just, like, super organized.
1: I did go through this whole process in our pantry, like, a year ago of fully organizing it and getting, like, the can holder things for mm-hmm. all of our cans. Cause I was like, I can't see all of the stuff that
0: I have in there. And then I got the little, little bins. All right. So I have gone wide and deep on, um, get organized on Netflix. Yep. And I mean, I binge watched that in like two days and the entire show was like just black magic to me because I've learned that people with ADHD, they can't organize for shit. (laughs) Like they can't, we are just like, I love organization. Like I look at things and I'm like, wow, that is so beautiful. Or like I try, but it is a struggle for me. And so anyways, I've been obsessed about it and I feel like you would like it, but have you seen it? I
1: have. I, I don't like them.
0: (laughs) Okay. I will just put that out. Let's there. let's just like, let's just dive into that real
1: quick. I mean, we were talking about woo girls. They're so woo girly. It's too. <laughs> you were much just telling me. me that you were a woo girl. I mean, I know, but I <laughs> <laughs> so hypocritical.
0: It's I hate just, myself too. <laughs> I hate my I, yeah, like
1: Jesus, Caroline. I hate myself. Why'd you bring it up? <laughs> it, uh, it's just really annoying to watch for me um and i think one of the episodes i watched and i did look at it and i was like that's fucking something i could do jesus christ but then there were other ones where i was like okay that's pretty impressive like i dream of having a bookcase that is organized by color but i also feel like that's like every white person's (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> look at all of my i'm so well read look at all of my books i have so many that i had to color
0: coordinate them into a rainbow and uh, then you're like let me guess you follow the home edit on instagram Mm-hmm. yeah
1: so all in all i appreciate it i like it a lot but they um i shouldn't say this but yeah their personalities kind of annoy me
0: you can say it you can totally say it. Their personality is fucking annoying. Me. I was going to I was going to say <laughs> that this is a safe space, but it actually isn't, so you're just I don't know, just put it out there and we'll see what happens. Let's just
1: say that the home edit isn't going to be
0: sponsoring us like a firm and Peloton. <laughs> we will hype a firm and Peloton any day. The home edit could give me like give me money and I will hype them. Yeah, because I mean
1: I'll hype them. I think I think they do a great job. I just don't want to watch them on TV.
0: Okay, you you want to see the you you just basically want to see the finished product.
1: Yes. Now, did you buy? Did Amazon
0: start targeting you <laughs> with organizers? Um. I'll. I took it a step further. Like I fucking woke up the next day after I finished and I was like, Josh, we're going to the Container Store. Oh, the Container and Store. And I had two goals. I was like, I want only because I am learning that, uh, I guess people with ADHD are also highly visual. So if you don't see something, you will 100% forget that it exists. It's like, it will not exist. So like I was watching this guy on TikTok who was saying that he had to switch, which he had like an older fridge, but his like, um, vegetable and fruit drawers weren't clear. Hmm. And so he couldn't put produce in there because he always forgot. As soon as he put it in there,
1: it went bad. That he had
0: it, oh. and it would he would just have. And so he has to put all of the stuff like on the shelves so he could see it. And so what I like about their methodology is that they had like everything was clear. And so yeah, the one thing that I feel like I could tackle was the bathroom because we have a small bathroom. We had just have like a vanity. And like drawers, and I was like, I can do that. That's like a, it's a confined enough space for me to not like spin my wheels trying to figure out where things go. Mm -hmm. But things like our pantry, our kitchen, garage, closet, I I can't like that's not something I can do. So to me, it's fucking black magic. But they give you the steps. I forget what they are now.
1: Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, what are the steps, (laughs) (laughs) Bria? It's edit.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All I'm saying is that zone shit? Containment? Contain. Oh, I need to look it up now. Okay.
0: Okay. It's like editing edit. is like the, the, the act of getting rid of things, right? Like you're like slipping down and then you like categorize I, Either way, whatever that methodology they came up with, I can't even do that. Like I didn't even, the thought of taking out everything out of a drawer and looking at it and then deciding what you don't want and then then putting into categories and then organizing it was not a thought. I basically just move shit around until it looks nice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm guilty of that too. So, but I mean,
1: it's also real that you need to find the right container for things, which is why Amazon is very difficult to shop for. Because I don't know, like I can measure it, I guess, with the dimensions, but like you're kind of
0: guessing. Yeah. Do okay. you ever go down um, organization subreddits? No. Should I? Do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean I'm not against it but wait okay. here's the steps start small and edit so edit was correct categorization containment of items uh is that it there was it was it, it, they there, always said it was like four steps yeah I don't
0: know if this is the right blog post we're doing a terrible job of like recapping. <sighs> this show just watch a fucking show just watch the show anyways organization like it is my new thing I just wish I could make it my thing it's just now my new thing that I'm interested in that I will probably have to hire somebody for. make it
1: your hyper focus can you choose what to hyper focus
0: on? (laughs) I don't think so
1: (laughs) that'd be amazing if I could I think your brain decides for you
0: yeah no I think my my uh, hyper focus stops at wow I wish I could do that
1: yeah <laughs> yeah wait okay you said that you were talking not to pivot but you said that you were talking to leanne about something is it related that is like a focus on your refocus on your strengths
0: Mm-hmm. well like organization is not one of my strengths right so yeah. um part of it is also finding out the things that i am interested in and naturally good at because I don't feel like I am in a place where I'm comfortable or confident enough to say like that is a thing that I am good at because I can't tell if I'm just good at it because it's the comfortable thing to do and I keep doing it or if it's a thing that I just have like a natural knack for, Mm -hmm. which maybe those two things go hand in hand, but oftentimes I think it's easy for people to just like default to what's comfortable and not really challenge themselves. Yeah. But I will say that whether it's been like school, personal life, whatever, I've always tried to challenge myself only because I've I've tried to like keep up with everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I have noticed instances where like some people are able to do things a lot easier than I can. And I, it's so easy to be like, well, I'm clearly not smart enough or whatever so then that gives me anxiety because then I'm like I have to try harder at it but what if the the question there is like maybe this is it a thing that you can actually really do you know
1: yeah like do we have to be shaming ourselves and like Mm -hmm. telling ourselves that we can't do it
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like if you think about in the context of anxiety like that would just like that just perpetuates even more anxiety so like always feel these feelings of like inadequacy you know seeing other people do things that you feel like are labeled as like easy or just like expected so another thing that i learned is like despite this entire 10-minute conversation on organization that we just had i actually don't like home improvement projects i thought i did i thought i did and i thought i had to which is a really weird thing to say out loud but you know like i'm basically like i'm basically married and just like 2020 just fucked that up for me yeah but um we have a house and i am my partner just happens to be a huge hobbyist who likes to tinker and like build things and stuff like that and so for him like doing things like home improvement projects are very it just comes naturally and i just thought like oh we're homeowners now like but this Gotta is stuff out. that home. Yeah. This is stuff that homeowners do. And I thought I enjoyed it, but what I realized is that it gave me more anxiety because yeah. I can't finish. It's really hard to finish tasks yeah, because when I I'm focusing on being perfect, right? Like yep. the other day I I'm learning how to like plaster a wall that we just like have to get done. That doesn't and, sound like fun. No, it's not fun. But wh- you take us some Adderall, you put on an audiobook, <laughs> and you're fucking going to town on that one panel, <laughs> and it's like four hours later, it's like the most perfect looking wall, but like multiply that with all the other walls you have to do. You uh, don't want to do that no. And so that's what starts to stress you out because you have to deal with the reality of the situation, which is, I can't reasonably like do all of these. yeah with this same degree of like attention within the in the time that I need to do it right and so yeah I just fucking hate home improvement projects and I just had to be okay with saying that I felt like I was like telling Josh like a secret that I've been keeping and I was like hey I have something to tell you and he's like yeah and i was like I was like I don't really want to disappoint you but I really don't like home improvement projects what did he say He's like, that's okay. And I'm like, are you sure? Because we haven't gotten married yet. (laughs) Because we haven't gotten married yet. You can, you still have time to back out. (laughs) And it's, it's hard because like, that's, that's his like love language is like quality time. And he likes, you know, he thinks like for him, he feels, he gets the warm and fuzzies when we're like next to each other dusty as fuck like working on something (laughs) and i'm like no that's that's not my jam i just want to pay somebody to get it done and then it looks great in a week and i can just enjoy it yeah and it it was done the way that it was supposed to and when i like came to terms with like oh that's the reason why i don't enjoy doing home improvement projects because i don't enjoy it (laughs) because i don't enjoy i want that same level of certainty with like life skills totally
1: Well, it's funny because when you said, uh, "How can I differentiate between things that you're just comfortable with versus things you have a knack for, or things that you're like maybe not feeling like you can take the risk on," mm-hmm. I immediately was like, "I don't feel like I have a knack for anything." <laughs> you're like, "I, I mean that it? too."
0: That's 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 getting in your head. Mm-hmm. But just- yeah, there probably it there probably are things that you just don't realize that things that you're like yeah everybody can do that like not everybody can do it there's like a lot of people in the world not everybody can do the thing that you can do so like for me I thought everybody can get organized and so I felt like an idiot not being able to f- find anything that I organize right like because the way that I would basically organize things is to just like make it look nice but I have no idea where anything went because there's no like logic to it it's like it shapes
1: like my junk drawer does it fit here
0: (laughs) yeah you're it's it's kind of like the color organization you're just like this eraser is the size of this pack of gum (laughs) they have the same consistency
1: this tiny area (laughs) gum looks like an eraser great (laughs) perfect can't wait to confuse those (laughs) (laughs) moral of the story not everybody can get organized
0: moral of the story that's what it is (laughs) i was i was gonna get a little waxed i was yeah no we we shouldn't be giving i think that's when we decided like we can't give advice like no do not do not take advice from us no we're just we're just two people who are just like bitching about having anxiety
1: (laughs) yeah also just you know all trying to get through this fucking shit year
0: yeah that's all i mean i saw an actual really cool thing real quick (laughs) actually (laughs) do we need to cut that out no 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 do it i was just gonna keep going go no i don't want to now what (laughs)
1: it's just because i gave you the face like yeah you're
0: like like, that was such a good rap and i just did not pick up on a clue and i was like (laughs) just stop it bria and i are so grateful for the opportunity to connect with you and we hope you continue to tune in to our conversations covering various topics surrounding anxiety while we hope this podcast provides a sense of comfort We would be remiss if we didn't mention that we are not doctors or any licensed professionals and cannot recommend treatment or give individualized advice. If you or someone you know is struggling with anxiety or depression, please contact a mental health professional.